0: Have you have you heard this story? Listen, yesterday I got a, a text message sent to me by one of my good friends here at KSL, Colby Walker. I'm sure you know that name if you spend any time on KSLnewsradio.com. He uh, puts together some incredible stories. Uh, he is able to sniff out just some real exciting stuff and interesting stuff. And he did just that yesterday. He's got this write-up. If you make your way over now to KSLnewsradio.com, you will find an article under the headline, Utah has an invasive bullfrog problem, so the DWR wants you to eat them. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Well, I got curious, so we called over to the DWR, and on the line now we have Drew Dittmer, a herpetologist and native species coordinator with the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources. Joins me now, Mr. Dittmer, sir, how are you doing? Hello? Do we have you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Okay, very good. Tell me what's going on with the bullfrogs in your neck of the woods.
1: Um, Well, bullfrogs uh, in general have been an invasive species in the western U.S. since uh, around the mid-20th century. Uh, They were... Brought out originally on purpose as part of a, uh, an effort to increase aquaculture opportunities and in farming opportunities via raising the frogs, um, and I don't think that that ever took off all that
0: well. <laughs> there so are no there are no bullfrog yeah. barons in the west. <laughs> I don't
1: think so. I mean, there, there are always some unique things that I find out about. And uh, bullfrog farming is certainly like a thing in, in other countries. Like, they're, yeah. they're exported and farmed and grown all over the world. Um, but I don't think it ever quite took off in the West. But to that end, they uh, quickly colonized a lot of the wetlands across the West, and Utah was no exception to that. And uh, unfortunately, they're non-native to the West, and they are a significant threat to our native amphibian species. Um, Among other things, bullfrogs are incredibly aggressive predators. They will eat anything that they can get inside their mouths. Um, Mice and small birds are not unheard of, Um, but they definitely predate directly upon some of our native frogs that aren't doing that well in Utah, uh, specifically the Columbia spotted frog, the northern leopard frog, Um, and they probably used to predate upon the relic leopard frog down around St. George, but that species no longer even occurs in Utah, and we can't even really take any serious consideration to restore that species to the state until we figure out something to do with bullfrogs. Um, but in addition to that, bullfrogs also carry a disease. Now, that disease is not transferable to humans, so it's, it's of no risk to people who want to harvest bullfrogs and eat them. Um, but the disease is known as chytrid fungus, um, and it's a fungus that affects, infects the skin of amphibians. Bullfrogs, unfortunately, are highly resistant to chytrid fungus, but most of our native amphibians uh, are quite susceptible to it. So bullfrogs carry that disease, and they can transfer it to our native amphibians.
0: Now, hold on a second. You said uh, harvest and eat. You can eat these bullfrogs? Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, I'm not from Utah. I grew up in Missouri uh, where uh, frogging is a big deal, and frog season. A lot of people plan their year around it. Um, hold on a second. Know, uh,
0: Missouri has a frog season?
1: Oh, yeah. Most eastern states where bullfrogs are native have a season and a harvest bag limit on them.
0: Um, they're, They're very popular. Fascinating. Nice. Uh, What's yeah. a? How do you harvest a, a bullfrog? Is it with a, a rod and a reel, or is there some sort of firearm involved? How do you, you get can, them? Yeah,
1: you can you can fish with them with conventional fishing tackle. Almost any lure that you would use for panfish or bass, a bullfrog will attack it. And you you usually don't even have to cast. If you can get close enough to the frog to just dangle the lure in front of them, they'll usually bite it. And, uh, if their mouth's around their hook, you can just set the hook and bring them to hand. And I did that a lot as a kid. It's a very effective method. Um, they, in, in the eastern states, it's very popular to go out for them at night with a, with a headlamp and to gig them. Uh, you can mm. see their eye shine with certain kinds of flashlights and it works very well. I cannot comment directly on that because I, I, I don't write the, I'm a biologist. I don't write the regulations for harvestable bullfrogs. So sure. I would have to encourage people to go consult the regulations if they want to go out at night and make sure those methods are legal
0: so now is there opportunity for for utahns to help in this battle against the bullfrog how how, if someone wants to get involved fill their weekend with uh bagging some bullfrogs how do you do that
1: it certainly it certainly won't hurt um it certainly won't hurt there's no limit they're not regulated they're considered uh uh, an exotic species there's uh, no limit or season so they can be harvested in, in any number that you want uh and they, the, the main thing from my end as the biologist who's concerned about their impacts on the environment is that when you do harvest them, do not leave the dead carcasses or even parts mm-hmm. of dead carcasses anywhere near the water bodies because those dead carcasses probably still have may have chytrid fungus growing on the carcass, and so you're just leaving that disease behind. So try to dispose of the carcass and the, the parts of the carcass that you don't want to eat away from water sources. Now, that being said, most people just eat the legs. Um, there's plenty of YouTube videos. It's easy to Google up, and they're very, very easy to clean. Um, they're, they're It's easier than filleting a fish. So they're, they're very, very easy for beginners to learn how to clean. Um, they're, they're, <laughs> probably the hardest part is taking the skin off the legs. It's a bit like pulling yeah. off a wet sock that comes off inside out. Um, but once but you then, become you know,
0: advanced... Right, once you become an that advanced begins. bullfrog harvester, it, it, it's easy. It's easy to do. You get the skin right off.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, me me and my friends growing <laughs> up, we could, uh, we could we could, process half a dozen frogs in about five minutes. So, am uh, going about two minutes left, sir. In Louisiana, they don't just eat the legs. They'll the they even eat the backs and, in some places, the whole frog. So you can make fish stocks and soups and all kinds of stuff out of them. I'd uh, I, I advise most people to start with the legs. That's the meatiest part, but certainly the whole thing can
0: be used if you're clever. And whereabouts here in Utah can we find these in good number?
1: Around the Wasatch, for any kind of low elevation freshwater wetland, uh, you're probably going to find them. I've seen them in anything that is uh, even remotely freshwater around the Great Salt Lake uh, that's flowing in towards the lake. If it's getting salty, you're not going to find them. Um, all around Utah Lake, south of Utah Lake, there's some farm ponds and things like that and, and streams and drainages that have them. But basically anywhere that's relatively low elevation and wet, um, you're going to find them. They really like relatively permanent water. The b- bullfrog tadpoles need uh, at least a year, in some cases longer, to develop to adulthood. So they mm. do require a relatively permanent water source to hold a good population of b- bullfrogs.
0: All right, Mr. Dittmer with the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources. Thank you so much for your time. I think I've got my weekend planned. All
1: right. You're welcome.
0: All right, you take it easy. Enjoy the weekend. That's just about it for today's episode of Live Mike. Let me one last time... Remind you that if you make your way over to my Facebook page right now, Lee Lonsberry, uh, you'll see in the profile picture, live mic up in the corner, the logo for this program. If you make your way over there, you will see and have access to some of our earlier programming from today. We on KSL News Radio dedicated four solid hours to having a conversation surrounding race relations here in the state of Utah. We invited members of the African-American community to come on and just talk. And we sat back and listened. There were plenty of opportunities uh, to ask questions and and learn, and we did just that earlier today. You can find that broadcast at my Facebook page right now. That's it for me. I'm going to step aside.